Welcome to Indie and Unsigned, a presentation of Zagnar Productions, LLC. Indie and Unsigned. So no lions, no... Unless I get backstage, I'm not coming. He was getting in. For those of y'all that are listening to the... Uh, for those of y'all that are listening to the... Yeah, get over the world. I'm making that up. I don't know what it's like all over the rest of the world. But I am, uh, I am here today... Broadcasting live from Zagnus Studios, it's Indie and Unsigned, where we interview the best and the brightest of the stars that you haven't met yet. And now it's time for another episode of Indie and Unsigned with your host, Mr. Fingers. Hey gang, what the deal is? How's everybody doing? Hope everybody's doing well. It is your boy, the one, the only, Mr. Fingers coming to you from Zagnar Central, and I have misplaced my glasses. <laughs> we don't need them. I can see you. Hope everybody's doing well. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of Indie and Unsigned. This is season three. This is episode three. Ladies and gentlemen, I got a very special guest uh, you may have seen him on the Let's Talk Football series of podcasts with the homie Sean Spencer. Uh, he pointed him my way and said, this dude you need to get with. We got to chopping it up. I got to listening to the music. Almost made a couple of kids. We're going to talk about that later. But ladies and gentlemen, a nice, warm Indian unsigned welcome for our guest today, Joe Vaughn. Joe Vaughn, how you doing, man? Hey, what's good, everybody? How you doing? What's good, man? Oh man, I'm doing I'm doing real good, man. Um, it's been okay. That's enough for an audience. I the sound effects that just gave us the ability to have this little soundboard back. It would be sound effects. The people be clapping too long. If we want to be like the preacher, be like, "Sit me down." I got to the good part. Um, <laughs> it's been a little bit. It's been an interesting couple of weeks, but uh, things have been good, man. Things have been real good. Celebrated the Mrs. Birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Mrs. Fingers! If you're watching, that's I love beautiful. you. Happy birthday. That's beautiful. Uh, man, it's been, a, it's been a good summer, man. We celebrated 13 years together last month. And then today's her birthday. My birthday was right before that. Then it was a 13, year, 13 years together. Then her birthday. We're doing all right. Oh, and then Mother's Day and Father's Day before all of that started. So it's been a good couple of months where that is concerned. How about yourself, yeah. sir? And that's, 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 that's called goals to me. That's called goals. <laughs> That is what it is all about, sir. It's all about them goals. It is all about them goals. I see your boy is already in the chat. He's been waiting. He has been texting, <laughs> he's been texting me every week. When y'all going on? When y'all going on? When y'all going on? I hear uh, it Shout outs to our guy, Sean Spencer, one half of the dynamic duo of the Let's Talk Football family. Yeah, buddy. I had to, That's my Sean Spencer impersonation right there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that dude, man. I love that dude. He keeps us all grounded. All yes, sir. <laughs> oh, man. Wait a minute. Wait. We forgot. You. We forget. We can't do the Sean Spencer impersonation without doing this one. Well, we know that the race is not here. <laughs> to the swift, the battle for the strong. <laughs> dude, man. Oh, man. It's fake Billy Graham preaching. I don't know what he thinks he's doing sometimes. but <laughs> uh, You know what, no, man? I, you know, you know, you know, you know. 
And talk to like shit. Talk to talk to like Shannon Sharp. You know, it's like sometimes you just gotta say you like like, like my granny used to tell me. Sometimes you get a word from you know. Sometimes you don't matter where you get the word, long as you get the good word. That's all you That's need right. to get, baby. That's it. You ain't mine. That is right. So uh, so so what's going on, man? This has been this has been what about three weeks in the making, and we are finally here. So it is good, yeah. to have you on the show. I've been super uh, busy, man. Who are you telling? Like right around the time we got together, my job had us all over the place it's yeah. busiest time, busiest time of the year and then you know we had some talk offline about some other stuff we had going on personally but uh but we here and we made it so i guess That's you were fun. right so i got hey sean i guess in a way you were right to heat it endure and here we are we endure it it do endure i don't know what the past tense of the word endure is <laughs> we endured <laughs> we endure it that's how the country country preachers just make words we we and so we came and we endureth it and now we are here praise god <laughs> praise god somebody better give god a praise right now okay anyway let me stop playing because you know god has god got a way of getting you sometimes anyway, correct <laughs> uh, you know like shirley caesar said about she jumped up and said jesus three times that third time they said shirley out here playing with jesus mama looked out there said she not playing i remember my let me stop anyway i grew up <laughs> in the church i grew up in the church so anyway uh welcome to the show man now that I talked up the first five minutes of the intro, I'm gonna hand this over to you because this is not about this is about you. Introduce the people to Jovan. Hey, what up? My name is Jovan. I'm originally from Mount Vernon, New York, but I reside now in Carmel, New York, it's upstate. Uh simple guy. Simple guy that likes to entertain people. So I am also an RB singer. I'm independent RB singer right now. Um I have three projects, well, two projects out. One Two more are on the way, actually. I have one that is on SoundCloud right now called Stories, and I have an actual um, EP that is also that is on Apple Music called 32. And then also have a brand new single that just came out on May 11th. Brand new single called She Won It, featuring my man Buck Marley. And then there's a lot more stuff that's coming your way in the next couple of months. Wait, weeks and months. So, yeah, that's, that's who I am. <laughs> All right, man. Look, so... I'm just gonna tell you, I had a chance to check it out. This we, this goes back to my little preface. Um, <laughs> I had a chance to check some stuff out, and it was like, "Hmm, hey, what's up, girl?" It was had me looking at the miss like, "What's up, girl?" She looking at me like, "What's wrong with you?" Because <laughs> I had because I had headphones on. She didn't know. <laughs> like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Hey, you looking mighty good over there." She's like, uh, "What did you do?" Like, like I got in some trouble. I like, "Come here, man. You better stop playing with me. Come on, we got to, you know we got to work in the morning, but." <laughs> but so what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Hey, this is the type of praise before you go to sleep. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> Not a praise break. Oh my goodness. Yeah, whole different type uh, of praise. <laughs> so see, so see, you are a young man. I'm assuming you haven't crossed over the the, the threshold of the fourth decade yet. No, I have not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I am now I am now two years past the threshold of the fifth decade. So oh, so we yeah, it don't crack, baby. This is this this is this is I earned this that's legitimately. That, this ain't that's that good melanin right there, man. All right, that's the goal Bruh. right there. See, I told you goals, man. You are goals, bruh. What I tell you, look, I look. I don't even need the oil. I just go out in the sun and just get to shining. Just <laughs> <laughs> be like uh, be like uh, uh, be like Bruce Leroy when he finally got the glow. Just shine. No, I could I could only pray to be and then um to, to make it that far. 
Yeah, I mean, it's the way the world is now. It's a blessing to have made it this far. But uh, yeah, real man. talk, I'm on the other side of my fifth decade. So sometimes <clears throat> if that Bernie Mac was that line, sometimes you gotta plan it out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta plan it out. Three minutes. That's all I got. That's all I'm gonna give you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So, so uh, you know, the the, the regular question: How did you get into music? That's first question number one. I ask anybody that's in the in the music. I ask them: How did you get into music? How did I get into music? Uh, music started for me in church. <clears throat> um, it's a funny story. Uh, um, the church that I, I'm originally from Mount Vernon, so like we, my family, um, owns a church in Mount Vernon. Shout out to Community Apostolic Church, one of five Franklin Avenue, uh, Mount Vernon, New York. Uh, my aunt, my aunt is what started this whole thing. Well, actually, music has always been around me, like from being in the barbershop or being in my mom's, my parents' house, or you know, and being in church. You know, music has always been all around me and stuff like that. But I didn't start singing until probably the age of probably what. Uh, 11, okay. 11 years old. Um, the story is, um, if, you, if everybody knows a black church, you know, when service is over, everybody goes either downstairs in the basement or they go upstairs in the, in the, in the community hall or something like that, where you're probably going to have fellowship hall time for the repeat. <laughs> you're going to have dinner <laughs> with your family. And, um, um, it happened to be youth Sunday and my aunt came up to me. I rest in the store by Aunt Dawn. She came up to me and she said, um, yeah, it's you Sunday and you're going to sing a solo today. Hmm. <laughs> did, you, did you specifically make that her. face? Yeah. Her. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and, and because of my aunt, my aunt is a very, um, her whole family, the Brown family is a, is a, um, very musically, um, known family in Mount Vernon and actually around the world because of um, my other grandfather through marriage, um, Bishop Curtis Brown, who was like, a, he was a choir director for a billion people, man. So, and he knows a billion people. Like, he's very good friends with Timothy Wright, like people like okay. that. So, okay. he's very leaning close on, with Timothy leaning Wright. On the ever, leaning on the everlasting yeah. now, <laughs> almighty king. Uh-huh. So, so that goes into that family and stuff like that. And then, um, so, so before I got downstairs, she was like, "You still gonna you gonna sing a um you gonna sing a solo?" I was like, "I um I don't know the sing number one, number two. Um, no, I'm not singing a solo." She's like, "Let me tell you something. First of all, you're not gonna tell me no. Second of all, if you don't go up there to sing the song, if you don't sing the song right, I'm gonna punch you repeatedly in your chest. So how do you want to do this?" So wow, to give it, get, get, wait, wait, yeah. pause for a second. <laughs> she threatened to flip you. She threatened to flip you over like Jesus did the money lenders tables. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and okay. so, as you can as you can see, um, I officially am now a singer, and um, <laughs> and, then, and that's how that worked out. <laughs> come, come on, T'Challa. As you can see, I am not dead. <laughs> yeah, as you can see, that that that's how it worked out. And then um, after that, you know, and one thing about about singing and doing music and stuff like that, man. If you can sing in a in a in a, in a black church, you can sing anywhere, pretty much. Everybody sings the Apollo. Nah, if you can sing in a black church and you can handle and hold yourself, hold it, hold it down, mm -hmm. you you can sing anywhere. Because yes, the first ladies will let you know, the people in the back will let you know, the people on the side will let you know, the people in the pulpit will let you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So so as you can see, I guess I made it that far. And then music after that just took a whole giant turn when I moved upstate to Carmel, New York. So 
Okay. And that's the, yeah, that's how it all started. Yeah, I you know you and I actually have similar backgrounds. I think you I think I was going back and forth with you in the comments when you were on Sean's show. Same thing, except uh, my thing was I didn't start singing until I was in my thirties, but I played the piano. So I played for the children's choir, and then I played for the men's chorus, and then I worked my okay. way to going to other churches and playing for playing being like the minister of music, assistant minister of music. But I didn't start singing yeah. until I was in my third. I refused to sing. By myself, I'd sing in the choir. I sing in the choir. I'd be in the back. I'd be in the back rocking and come down, Almighty King. But I never got out front. So we share those similar uh, background. I, I personally can relate to where you're coming from with that. So, so yeah. I mean, were there any any interesting experiences? Like, at what point when you were doing this, when you were singing in the church, did you say, "I think I think I might want to go ahead and roll this over on um." Or uh, on, the, on, no. the, on the on the secular side, or did you do? Yeah. Or did you? Or did you? Or did you start out as a secular? Art? I mean, did you start out as a, a Christian artist and then work your way over into secular music? Oh no, nah, man! It, it started off with just that one solo. <laughs> oh, that, that was one it? solo. Yeah, that one solo that turned into two solos. But okay. um, when I when I started getting into R and B and stuff like that, that comes from honestly that that really comes from being the kid and sitting in front of a. Uh, a TV and a VCR and playing the, the the documentaries all the way into the movie Moonwalker <laughs> over 45,000 times. Yeah. And you, then it you, was amazing. That was my... Your, your boy got you. He was in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, tell, tell him about Michael. <laughs> yeah, nah, he... he he was he was there from the beginning. He was there from the way beginning. Yeah, they would want to go outside and play football. They would want to go outside and go swimming and play basketball and all those things. Not saying I don't, I don't like playing sports and all like that, but I was just so amazed with this guy that had on penny loafers and some high high high, <laughs> high pants and and walked around with a hat. Don't forget the sparkly and socks. Cannot forget the sparkly socks nor the sparkly sequins glove. <laughs> Look yeah, man, and just and just was just amazed after that, man, and, and after that it just, but that that just it was with with Michael is more of the more of the entertainment part, all the the noise and all the the, the pyrotechnics and all just him just bugging out and stuff like that, man, and then you know that's that's the birth of it. That's the, I would say that's the birth of Jovan himself right there, just sitting there watching somebody entertain people because that's what I do today. I entertain. I don't have the flashy lights and all that and all that stuff like that. But when it comes to getting shows, I'm very intimate. I very get up close and personal with the audience. I, I do that. Him, he didn't do that. Michael didn't do that. He stayed on the stage for a good three hours and you didn't get to touch him because you either get kicked out or yeah, you didn't get kicked out. Me, I'm I'm in the mix with everybody. I like to have fun with everybody. So mm. Well, Michael was also at a, also at a Michael show. Them women would have yanked him off the stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they wasn't playing around. But then then the R and B stuff, the R and B part of actually singing and stuff like that, that came from um, who I have as an honorary uncle. My honorary uncle actually is his name goes by the name of Albie Shore, um, who's also from Alberta, New York. And then watching him or listening to him, and then watching Bobby Brown, New Edition, listening to Donny Hathaway. You know, just just getting the basics. That's where I learned the basics from, of mm -hmm. how to how to make make a sound correctly, especially in that world. And then as soon as I turned out, probably through the what 12, 
12, 13. I was introduced by 13, 14, actually. Yeah, I was introduced by a guy to a guy by the name of Usher. And then after that, it was game over. I saw this dude on stage singing, getting every girl known to man. I was like, oh, you can do that? that that's what happens? And then I went to my very first talent show as a freshman in high school and won that joint <laughs> by singing um, one of Usher's songs off of his um, track list. And the crazy part, it wasn't a song that everybody knows. Which so I went up there and I sang Bedtime. Oh, man, come on here. Yeah. Come on, come on here now. Yeah. <laughs> how many phone numbers did you get after that one? Listen, if you, y'all, those of y'all that... If you guys are just the Usher fans that came along when Yeah came out and Nice and Slow, mm-hmm. you got to go back and listen to the My Way album. Yes, bedtime, bedtime was the business. Yes. The business. <laughs> and that live concert video because I'm a fee. Oh, man, look. And the women lost their mind. And he just stood there like Michael Jackson for a couple minutes while the women yep. screamed. Bruh. <laughs> My, look, I'm gonna give you the fist bump. Bedtime, yes, my guy. I, I, <laughs> that's all I gotta say. If you haven't heard Usher Bedtime, Google it right now. I mean, not right now. We're doing the show, but write it down on a piece of paper or something. Make your one note on your phone and listen to it later. You will not be disappointed. That's all I have yeah, to say. Bed, bedtime, bedtime was definitely a joint, man. <laughs> that was the joint that had me out. <laughs> no hidden message in that statement whatsoever. But yeah, bedtime was the joint. Uh, At all. <laughs> uh, so it seems like you kind of sort of have been around, you've been around musical royalty to some extent, whether in the gospel realm or in the R&B realm. Yes. Uh, I mean, because I'll be sure, I'll be sure was no slouch either. And Uncle Al's, he's also known as the light skin general. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, to, to go on tour in the 80s with Bobby Brown and New Edition, who at that point were the probably the two biggest R&B acts in the country at that point, um, with, right. guy, with Guy chasing pretty close behind. Uh-huh. Uh, you, I mean, you can't, be, you can't be a slouch and go on tour with those guys because you know Bobby and Bobby... And, and and the rest of his boys is gonna put it down. In fact, and, and he's and he still talks about that to this day. I was on yeah. the any heartbreak tour. You have like fifty thousand girls screaming your name. <laughs> I'm like, whoo we I can only imagine, man. So yeah, we talk about that all the time. Um not not only not only just Al be sure, but I'm through Al and, and and others, I was introduced and I have I have I call them my celebrity family. Okay. So my celeb- my celebrity family consists of um Albie Shore, Christopher Williams, Carolyn Griffey, Griffey who sings for um Shalimar, uh <laughs> Julian McKnight who was actually the mother, um the the wife of Brian McKnight. Like I'm I'm sorry, oh, Bowlegged Lou. All these people um I'm I'm Around these people, <laughs> these, I don't even want to be on the same show with you no more. I just... <laughs> <laughs> wow, like yeah, I mean, just just like they do me a favor. Tell 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 Uncle Al, your boy said uh, everybody thought in effect mode was the album, but the one that came out behind that with right now and Natalie was yeah. sexy sexy verses. Yeah. 
sexy verses came out when i met the first wife that i think i bought about three of them tapes because we would have and we bought we bought two tapes and then we finally got a cd oh, we <laughs> out. The, the crazy the crazy part is the crazy part is you know being the outside looking in you you don't see it all but then when you go it's something about seats in the show <laughs> something about seats in the show because if you if you're just a person that is um watching the show from like you bought tickets and you watch the show and it just happens to be your favorite singer or something like that or someone that you grew up listening to you get that good effect like, it feels good oh my god i'm in the same building as this person but to be backstage and see it from the side like and watch it and then you're not watching the person that's singing no more you're watching the reaction of the people that he's singing to uh-huh that that's a different monster man that is crazy so you know what I'm saying? So of all of these people that you've had this opportunity to have exposure to, mm-hmm. who would you say at this point, at this stage in your musical career that you pattern yourself most after? Or would you say that you're kind of an amalgamation of all of these moving parts? I'm a I'm a mixture of all of those moving parts. You like when I do shows and when I sing sometimes like people give me different people all the time, which mm-hmm. is weird. Sometimes you're like, yo, your body or your movement is like take or or your facial expressions or the way that how like magic Mike-ish you are <laughs> sometimes you, you remind uh-huh. us of genuine you remind us of I genuine just get ready to say you like please, yeah please tell, please, please tell me not like the video that just recently came out that everybody no not old school 1996 genuine we yeah okay <laughs> yeah not not that that blonde hair i don't know what the heck you're doing so now but like, not not like that now nah. but uh that's the homie but um, yeah. yeah, nah, that that's that's I'm a mixture of a bunch of people. Like I write also. I write every single song that I that I put out. I write. Okay, and you gotten everything yeah. is like everything is copywritten and then your name in the whole nine. Yes, yes, yes. Outstanding, outstanding. That's something I talk to a lot of people about. I said, you is any of your stuff copywritten? Like because any, 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 anybody because <laughs> anybody can get it. I mean, especially in this day and age where you have people that do like they share original pieces on TikTok. Uh-huh. Um, like uh there was a big thing. I don't know if you know who Ryan Davis is, the comedian. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a comedian and he really, really started. I mean, he's been in the business for a minute, but he really started on the come up when he started doing stuff on social media where he was doing the side by side videos and doing his little opinion videos and things like that. Uh-huh. And somebody else took two or three of his best routines and did them on another platform did them on uh either instagram or tiktok when tiktok first started popping off and got way more views and way more views and monetization because you know and he didn't really have a that means somebody owed me some money right (laughs) now mind you now mind you since then he's done very well for himself but the point remains is that you know anybody can come in and get your stuff so make sure you yeah you protect yourself um be in mind and ask it and make sure y'all sign up for it it's free yes sir <laughs> it's not yes free, sir like, well actually uh which one's free bmi is free ask apps the one you got to pay for right yeah i yeah. pay i pay for mine that ask 
and and anything that you have that you really think is worth uh holding on to like a logo or anything like that get that joke a right. trademark get a trademark get your llc get yeah. your llc <laughs> all day all day every day so what was it again because uh, you threw all these names <clears throat> out here but there had to be a wild like what's the biggest okay i'm, I'm and then i'm gonna stop talking about that i make i might come back to it but what are some of the what is the biggest wow moment you had just being around your before they became your family when you were just meeting them? What was your biggest oh, wow was moment? My biggest wow moment. Um, yeah. uh, let me see. I got more than one, man. <laughs> hey, we, we got, got time. One. We, we got time. Yeah, I got one. one. I want the first one. The first one I will say is the first one I would say is um, Al going to Al's house in Vegas. I stayed at I stayed at Al's house in Vegas, and just man, <laughs> man, we um we went out there for his grandson's birthday. Shout out to my young boy Chase, um, and little Al and his um his baby mom's um Darren and mommy, aka Am and Dermot. Um, now nah, going to his house, man, just being it was my first time being in like a celebrity's house. But the celebrity wasn't like a celebrity. The celebrity was family. It was like, yo, what up? Yo, yo, what up, Jay? What up? Like, that's crazy. Like, we was all out there for a birthday party. And um, it just so happened that we was also out there for the Floyd Mayweather fight when he was fighting um, Conor McGregor. <clears throat> oh, this was recently. Yeah. Yeah. So going out to his house in Vegas, man, just being around family and everybody, and then all these other people, and then like these all these other people that are in the industry or have big businesses and stuff like that. Just I've never been around that before, and I'm just sitting there just like this. I'm just like in awe. Like I'm having, and then I'm having a conversation. I'm having a conversation in his kitchen where everybody's at and stuff like that. And right in front of me in his kitchen on his island, he has all his awards. Out in the open for everybody to see. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I'm holding a 1989 American Music Award in my hand right now. This is crazy. I have a I have a Soul Train Award in my hand right now. Hello, hi. Do y'all see what's happening right now? You know what I'm saying? That's and not, just that's, to not see, that's not a flex at all. No, 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 I should, yo, I took a picture of it. I should have took a picture of me holding it. That's what I should have did. Now, but that's in his kitchen. That was in his kitchen, right on his island, in his kitchen. I'm like, you never gonna put this in a case nowhere, bro? Like, this is what you're doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, you know what I'm saying? And just seeing all the pictures that he had in his crib, man, of all his, you know, all his um, friends and whatnot from his, um, him, his, his, his um, baby moms that actually passed away who happened to be Tim Porter, like seeing pictures of him, Quincy and, and everybody. Like, it was, it was, it was surreal to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Woke up the next morning, I'm in this dude's pool. I woke up the next morning in his pool. Like, how am I in this pool in Vegas in this morning? Like, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, it was crazy, bro. Yeah. That's so, a wild moment. I, I, I would say so. I would say so. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably have to off-air pick your pick your brain to hear some of the... <laughs> We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that another time. Dude, that's probably for hey. another like, 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 like Indian unsigned after dark. Uh, so <laughs> we, we, we get that for that. But uh, so let's let, let's let's get back on your music, man. So you you said that you were an R and B singer. So tell us a little bit more about like your style. And we talked about your amalgamation of uh, you know how you you kind of 
have a little bit of everybody. So tell us a little bit about your style. What makes what makes you unique? What makes what makes Javon the guy like that people want to come and listen to? And um, check out? Well, two things. One, every single one of my songs is a real life experience of mine. Um, okay. and it's and it's not sugarcoated. It's none of that. It's straight up. I, I can write a whole song about a straight up conversation that I had with a female. Okay. And it'll turn into a whole song, word for word. Everything that was in that conversation will turn into a song. <clears throat> okay. And so, uh, go ahead. Very, very, inti- very, very intimate. Very intimate. Even if it's the up, up tempo songs, intimate because I'm talking about something. I have a song by the name of um, "More Than Friends." that I wrote when I was 16 years old in class about a friend that I wanted to be more more than friends with. <laughs> I don't think there's a, I, I look, bro, you, you preaching to the choir. I don't think there's a guy anywhere that hadn't at least written a poem. It was like, no, nah, man, I can't do that. That that's that that they had to put they pull my man card. They see this. But I guarantee you, yeah. Whether it's a long text message, whether it's yep. 30, it took you 30 minutes to write or on a piece of paper. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought it would be better. I thought it'd be better to 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 start writing music and then like someone's like, Jake, why don't you just sing your own music, man? We'll we'll listen to it. You gotta get the music for it and then we'll put put something together and then we'll listen to it. I put up a song, a couple of songs, and it was like, Oh wow. Well, this makes a lot of sense too. Yo, didn't we just talk about this last week? What yeah, right. it's it, <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy. And then I, I was known, I got really known for my writing and stuff like that, but then I, I started making so Making sure I was more known for my entertainment too, so I, I put a bit of a band together because I think that singing with a band is better than singing with tracks. All day. Yeah, and it's a different feeling, and so of course, because of my my church background, <laughs> of course I can get in touch with a drummer, a bass player, a keyboardist, uh, some background oh, singers, and, and, and keep it going. Especially because even though we're all in church, but we all listen to everything. So you know, they they also want to be in the in the spotlight. And they also want to be on stage and whatnot, having a good time with us. So like, you know, that's that's what it turned into. And then I started yeah. doing shows, started doing local shows in in the town of Carmel, and um, built the brand and built the name and stuff like that by singing at this um this little cafe that was in um, Brewster, New York, that turned into me singing at. Carmel High School that turned to me singing in White Plains that turned to me singing in in BB Kings in the city that turned to me singing at the Apollo that turned to me singing everywhere now. Okay, <laughs> you know, so this my... all started all started in the cafe. Okay, so, yeah, that was that was where I was going from. That is like, have you had an opportunity? Have you since you started had an opportunity to really get some gig some gig time in? Because you know, yes. a lot of a lot of people I've interviewed. They've got some great stuff, uh, but they really haven't done any gigs yet. Like that's the biggest thing I think that's holding them back is that they haven't had any gigs yet. But you got full band, <clears throat> and you hit it right on the head, man. Um, there's nothing like having a live band mm-hmm. where you know where you got these breakdowns, especially if it's a group that plays together. They yep. can mess. They can throw you a breakdown in there in the middle of a song. You like, and and you just roll with it because you feel in your brain you were thinking. Two days before, man, I could use a breakdown right there, like when I'm on stage, and I could pop, and then you know how, yeah. Mike, like you mentioned, Mike, how Mike could do a bow right. in the band and go into something, and you, and they hit you with it, and, um, that, and that's where it all comes from. That, that's what, exactly where it all comes from, man. And I think you know, live music, man. That it, it started to it started to become a thing 
afterwards, mm-hmm. right? So what? What in, I know a lot of there's a lot of unsigned and independent artists that are that are on this on this show and whatnot. And I I can tell this. I can tell you this. If nobody's willing to give it to you, you go and get it on your own. Right. I 100%. I took Carmel. I took the town that I live in. <clears throat> I went to the bar around the corner from my house that I knew that everybody named mom goes to. And I said, and I asked them, yo, can I put on a show here? And from there, from that day on, that's when Jovan was really a thing. Anybody found out that Jovan was doing a show or something like that. Sorry for talking myself in the third like that, but in the second, if if Jovan's doing a show, I'm showing up because two things are going to happen. One, I'm going to have a good time. No, three things. One, I'm having a good time. Two, we're definitely going to get lit in here. And three, for the fellas, yo, I'm definitely going to holler at a chick at one of his shows because these <laughs> chicks be coming out to his damn shows. For real. Yeah. Watch you know what I'm saying? Facts. <laughs> be, riding Facts. In the car, be riding home in the car, man, man. What you, what you, <laughs> you show what feeling yourself when you he was up there singing and you, you have a good time? Yeah. yeah, I know you had a good time. All right, but that's also for the guy not to get upset about that. It's the same thing as going to see Chris Brown. What you think she's going to do when she's going to see Chris Brown? But my show is differently is different because you're really up close and personal with me. Like yeah, I'm you can touch me. I'm I'm right here. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not in Madison Square Garden where you can't get to me. So that's what makes the show a lot different and whatnot. And if fellas really paid attention, like I know some do. Oh, where are we going to J Show? All right, I'm definitely getting some cheeks tonight. Right? <laughs> yeah. you know, with somebody is always dude, I, okay per- personal story here um i'm a huge 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 fan of voice of man uh-huh. since, since day one huge fan of voice of man and shout out to when, voice I, of man. when i went uh, when i met my wife um when i met my wife she was a fan but she'd never actually seen them live and so they used to come to this very intimate spot um, it was about held about 300 people in Alexandria, Virginia, right outside of DC, called the Birchmere. And we went to this show, and it was basically when you get there determines where you sit. So we got in line real early. We went and sat right on the corner of the stage, and they have this bit when they say, "I'll make love to you to hand out roses." Uh-huh. And so they started as soon as the music started. I said, "Get up!" I elbowed her. I said, "Get up! Get up! Get up!" So she went and got her rose. And I'm like, it's like, oh, oh, wow. she's like, oh my God, uh, who she get her rose from? Nate. She got a rose from Nate. And she's like, <laughs> oh my God, Nate gave me a rose. And I was like, okay. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking, okay, cool. You know, she had an experience or whatever. Man, look, you know that rose? She had that rose hanging upside down. Uh, oh uh, my banana, banana, banana clips to the blinds in our bedroom window for years. <laughs> I was like, it got to the point. I was like, okay, you can throw the rose out now. She's like, no, I got that rose. Nah, it's a setup, man. Yo, yo, you should, you should, you should. This, hey, babe, remember that time when we went to go see Boys and Men? Yeah. Yo, come here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you know. gotta use it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we. I told you. I look. I did, that, that was the younger days. That was the. Younger days. <laughs> we went to see them. We went to see them at least one more time. Two more times. I've, I've, I've seen them before. Yeah, we went to see them one more time. They came through with Paula Abdul and New Kids on the Block. Who, by the way, okay. side note. By the way, side note. I know a lot of people clown on them for being a boy band and kind of being the. Well, I mean, Maurice did put New Kids together yeah. to kind of after New Edition left, but uh-huh. they put on a hell of a good show. Nah, no, them boys from Boston are no joke, man. 
sir. Yes, sir. Them boys from Boston, are no joke. Yeah. Oh. Now, this is this is a good place. To, this is a good place to jump in real quick, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. If you are just joining us, hello. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Indie and Unsigned, episode three of season three. I'm the host, Mr. Fingers. We are here with our guest today, Javon. We're going to take a brief pause for the cause, and we will be right back. Or, as our boy, U-S-H-E-R, like to say. We will be right back. To our guy Sid Swinton, owner of Squid Rips Cards today. Sponsor. If you need them cards, he's got them. Get at him. His information is right down there in the crawl. It is at Squid Rips Cards. He is live on TikTok twice a week. Definitely get at him and uh and if you, he's got what you need. Uh I found my glasses, bro. You you won't I, I, I was I was you know he can I see. I look, I, look cool, I look cooler without them. So I'm like, yeah, I, was, I was sitting on them. As soon as I hit the commercial, I jumped up like, oh, man, I've been sitting on this whole time. That's but they're not, they're not broken. So we good. Okay. We, we close enough now that I don't have to go, what does that say? I can't see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Javon today. And uh, we just got done talking about basically the experience that that he brings when he's on stage singer entertainer dancer so you so you dance too you don't just sing you do like you are the whole package nah i don't dance no more <laughs> i don't dance no more wait nah, a minute, we're not on. dancing you no did, more you did, you did all that talking about mike and usher and all that and now you're not dancing oh, and, nah. and genuine yeah nah because dancing dancing takes too long i want to get right to the point well, I'm not saying you gotta have a whole choreographed routine. Like if no, 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 right. the only dancing that I'm doing is during my slow moment of the show, and I bring somebody on stage, and then you get you get a little something out of that. I'm a magic Mikey real quick, but that's it. There's <laughs> <laughs> no dancing you gonna get out of me. So good luck to whoever comes on my stage. And it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy when it happens because girls be having challenges sometimes. They, oh my goodness, they be challenging me. Yeah, yeah, you know, gone, gone in the days when Eddie Kane Jr. could go out in the crowd. Yeah, and passed out. As somebody passed out, he looking like, like, who woman is this? Like, now they nah. like, oh, what you got? What you got? I'm telling you, it's an experience, man. It's an experience. Like, um, like the recent show that I just did, I just came back out of a four year hiatus oh, wow. <laughs> from doing mu- from doing music, and um, the the. The thing that I'm known for, I'm known for bringing girls on stage. Okay. Or whatever I'm sitting on, I'm known for bringing girls up there and, and serenading and performing. Now, when I sing to them and I perform to them, I'm not nice. <laughs> but that's not I in a mean way. That's not, <laughs> I'm not nice. I understand. But I'm, I'm very like, I, when I say I'm trying to get to the point and I'm trying to like describe and show you what I'm talking about in this song, you're going to be devil, you're definitely going to be a part of that. 
So, like, <laughs> so, yeah. And, and, and I know I'm doing something right because of the reactions. So, like, I'll, I'll say I'll bring a girl up there, right? Uh-huh. I know my reaction is going to be after the show. Because girls always come up to me and like, boy, you better be happy you didn't bring me up there because that girl was not ready for what she was trying to do. I would have gave you the business. A word? Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so let me find out you're selectively not picking certain people because I don't want her. I want her, but I'm going to pick her because I know women are competitive. That's bad right there. Oh, my God. I just gave away trade secrets. I wasn't supposed to do that. My he bad. definitely did my just bad. give up the secret. Oh, he bad. definitely did. We gonna edit. We gonna edit this part out for the post. Ed for the post. Nah, nah. You let let them know because because when yo seriously man, what what is what is making love and something? It's almost like a competition, especially if you're getting it the right way. Come on, man. It's always a competition. Shorty's gonna try to outdo you. You're gonna try to outdo her, and before you know it, you're both knocked out. (laughs) Okay, 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 nephew. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rub it in, because some of us got to go to the store and get Ambisol, Ben. Gotta make sure we got look. Gotta have an ice bucket, a hot pack, a cold pack. But that's but that's what I'm saying, man. Yo, listen. I said this on Instagram a couple of weeks ago. Guys, as as fellas, when it comes to this music thing, yo, use the music and pay attention to the words that are being said in the music and mimic everything that is being said in the song. And I guarantee you, a happy wife will lead to a happy life, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you. Pay attention to what's being said. They still focus, oh, he think he get all the girls. Oh, they focus on, oh, he can't sing. Oh, they focus on, oh, that beat was dope. No, y'all need to pay attention to the words and use that in your household and watch how your wife is smiling all the time. Chicken gonna taste different after that. Oh man, look, <laughs> you do something different with this? Yeah. Look, the two, the two songs that the two songs that are part of my marriage. I want to know by Joe. Yeah. Okay. That was what I sang to my wife tonight. I proposed. The other Beautiful. song is Spend My Life With You by Eric Benet and Tamia. That was our first dance. Wow. And then um, when I was with the band, we did a benefit concert. Uh, we did a benefit concert to raise uh, funds awareness for breast cancer. And it, I, I sang lead on all the things your man won't do. And followed yes, that yes. up, followed <laughs> that up by right into Freak Me by Silk. Oh. It was it was a very, it was a very good night. Anyway, look, we look, we talking like we in the barbershop, man. Come on, let's get back to the interview. Tell me about thirty. Look at you. Okay, nephew. Look, did you take some notes? <laughs> you got it on the one note. I, I send you. Yeah, 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 you about, yeah. Think about this. I've been doing that since I was sixteen, man. <laughs> I, my mama child can't play with you no more. Come on, music, man. We here with Jovan. We cut up like we in the barbershop. So tell yeah. us about now. You said you you said uh, which was the latest project you said you got was uh, she wanted. Um, yeah, that's the single. The single that just came out after four years of being in a hiatus. I came out with song my man Buck Marley. Just by the way, um, by the name of C, um, she wanted. It's on music all on all music platforms right now. Yes. Um, the video the video is actually coming out, I believe, sometime next week. Okay. Finally. And where can we where can we find that? 
You're gonna find that on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever I'm going to. I'm gonna post it everywhere, okay. everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. I will be posting that. Shout out to um, Buck Wallace. Shout out to Red Irish. Shout out to my girl Jack Jack, who's in the video with me. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it, that's I put up snippets and stuff like that. People not even worry about the song. They want to know who she is. Don't worry about it. Of course, <laughs> of course. That's how it always goes. Yo, who's the baddie in the video with you? Beat. Yeah. Beat. Yo, who's the baddie? Right. Yeah, don't worry about who that is, man. That's my that's my homegirl. <laughs> so, so is it safe to assume that the topic of the song is basically the title of the song? The title of the song is the topic of the song. Yes. No. Well, yeah. no, no. Actually, no. I did something different. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I could describe the video. So, in the video, I am a photographer. Okay. Um, my love interest or the girl that I want, and I know that she wants it, um, is the model that comes in to get her um, pictures taken and stuff like that. Okay. Well, yeah, that's... and then switch up. It's, it's a switch up. Okay. It sounded a whole lot. It sounded a whole lot different listening to it. It kind of was. It sounded a little bit more like. I, oh, oh, I know. Oh, I know. You, know <laughs> I know. you, you got the, you know, like uh, Keith Sweat said, there you go telling me no again, you know. But, well, but the, the, re the reason why is because basically I'm already saying dirty things and I come from a church background. So I'm already saying the dirty things. I don't want to show the dirty things. You say right. that for your own understanding and your own imagination when you get home. But wait a minute. Since we talk about church, you say you're not supposed to lean to your own understanding. So you have to. <laughs> Did you like that? Ah, I, got, I got you with that one. <laughs> That was good. I like that. <laughs> I like I made, that. Mama, you'd be happy. I paid attention in Sunday school. Um, yeah, not in these videos. Like I said, they're very intimate and very, very sentimental and stuff like that. I won't put girls in my video that are, are completely naked or showing cheeks and stuff like that. I got to give tasteful stuff because it's not about that. I come from a time. I come from a time when when girls weren't putting all that stuff on social media and stuff like that. You know, the the glimpse of a phone because somebody was sitting down in the chair was all we got. <laughs> like, I, I, you you, you talking, I'm you're talking to the wrong era. We didn't even get that, sir. Oh, y'all didn't get see y'all didn't even get that. So that's what I got when I was in high school and and, and middle school and stuff like that. That's that's what I got. So. I think like today's world, like they're putting too much out there. They're not leaving no no imagination to what things could look like. Right. Like there's nothing. I I, I actually like the concept of it, it now. It's just maybe it's just me. I think at I think at the point of the '90s, rolling into the 2000s, there was a perfect balance of both because for every boy, mm -hmm. for men, you had a Jodeci. For every yep. all for one, for every all for one, you had an H Town. You know, mm -hmm. for uh, for every shy, you had a silk. So it was a good balance. Like it wasn't all well, one way. Like you, and, well, and, 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 and even then, and even then, those guys mm -hmm. would turn around. Like even Jodeci, even though talked about freaking you, they turn around and they say, "I want to love you for life." And all my, yep. life. you know what I'm saying. Yep. So <laughs> it wasn't all. It wasn't all. It didn't just all go. As as, yeah, uh, like, as 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 Mrs. Carter would say, it didn't all go to the left or the left. No, it, it didn't, and you know, like that. That's why. That's why. I, I honestly don't know what's going on with the world today. I don't because I come from that era. If you notice in the Jodeci videos and stuff like that, they didn't have. They had a girl in lingerie real quick, but if she had lingerie on, she always had like a silk robe or something like that. Right. Say that. Say that. Yeah. Say that. <laughs> 
Yeah, but she, was, if you notice that in, in videos, they never was like really out there just bowing, showing everything. They had a silk robe. There was in the, it was in some bubble bath or something, like candles and stuff like that. I take that back. I I, I stand corrected. <laughs> this was before your time, uh, but BET After Dark. That's when all the two yeah. live crew, That's when all the two live crew. Oh, videos tip, and yeah, tip, yeah, tip drill. Right. <laughs> <laughs> tip drill by nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. We ain't gonna talk about. We ain't gonna talk about that. I'm just like, I'm gonna have you smack yeah. your own hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, we ain't gonna talk about Tidro. Who we? Oh man. But but, or, but or, like, uh, but listen or, to the song. I like your boy Ice T uh, with uh, with Dar with Darlene on the cover. Yeah, I'm record. telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But like that. That's what I'm going based on. I'm going off of that time. Uh huh. You know, I may say nasty things in the song, but I'm not going to show you the nasty things. That's for you later on, for you to use your imagination and you do that for yourself at home. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so what's so tell me, like you mentioned that, or you mentioned earlier that you write a lot of the songs that you write are based on true life experiences. So, how, how, do you find sometimes it is hard to actually put that in the words and put into a song or easier? Do you, have you, or different people? Okay. Different people write songs differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had a guy on it. I had a guy on that said, you know, um, I start with a track. I'll get the track. I'll work the track. And then I will work on putting the words to the track. Then I have other. That's people, what I, I do. Other, okay. That's because what I've had other people, you know, I've had other people that much like myself, a song that hit me out of nowhere. And I'll have lyrics, melody, harmony, and how the song is supposed to go all in my head. And I will record a voice note as soon as I get home. So I'm putting stuff together. So yours yeah, is, nah. so your, your process is track, give me the track and I'll give you the, the lyrics. Yeah. Yep. It, it goes hand in hand. Me and the producer, it goes hand in hand. Just like that. Okay. Oh, you made something? I bet. Yo, send me like five of those. Let me listen to them. Okay. I'm listening to this one right here. Oh, wow. Oh wow! I, this reminds me of that time when I had that conversation. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. What What was the most What was the most difficult thing you ever had to write about? Since you're talking about two um, life experiences. Um, uh, the most difficult thing that I had to write about was a, a six and a half year relationship. Mm. Yeah, six and a half year relationship that I had to. That I had to channel, I had to go back and channel <clears throat> everything that happened. And I wrote it down. That's what Stories is about. The, the song, okay. the album that's on SoundCloud. Okay. That's what Stories is about. Yeah, it started off as, it start, it's like, it's a timetable too. The whole thing is a timetable. I got you. So it starts, it's, 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 it's basically my version of impressions. There you go. Okay. There you go. But that's, in, in that's this... A... That's a nice yeah. example to have right there. Yeah, yes. It, it's my version of Confessions. And um, it starts off all good and dandy. And, um, the relationship is good, good, good. All of a sudden, it takes a turn. And there's, there's even, a, um, we had to act it, but it was actually a real phone call that I had with my man Knuckles, who called me and was like, yo, Jay, how you feeling, man? You good? Uh, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm all right. And I sound really somber and really sad and stuff like that because, you know, guys, men hurt too. 
They do. A lot of, people a lot of, a lot of females don't think that, man. They do. Men hurt too, you know, they really do. And so you hear all of that in the, in the, in the phone call on the track before the track comes on. You know what I'm saying? He's like, Nigel, you know, you just got to get back to it, man. You just got to start singing again. You got to start working. Start writing again, man. Write it down. You know, and then we go from there. And then towards the end of the, um, the end of the project, it's, it's a song about my family because my family was there for me when this breakup happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I had a conversation with my family and, and I, the song is called, um, I want to thank you. Oh yeah. I want to thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And so, um, it was pretty much a tribute to my family who I had voice, um, voice memos from, from my old, um, messages that they sent me on my birthday and stuff like that. So my parents are in my song. Mm-hmm. My parents are in my song and stuff like that. So like, that's a good part. And then after that, so, you know, whatever happens after a breakup, you know, you try to get your feet back up, just like Usher's freaking 8701 hit. Um, you don't have to call. No, not you don't have to call. Um, yeah, yeah. After the night. Yeah, you don't have to call. And so that we have a song that, like that. That, that one will pop your collar. Which one? No, you don't have to call. Not pop your collar. Okay. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand that song. Poppy <laughs> Poppy Collar was my joint though, because I, I still had a little flexibility in me. I can't stand that song. That song's hard. <laughs> I, hey, 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 different strokes for different folks. <laughs> hey, that, but that ba- the line with the beat, though, was nasty. Do, do, do. That, that, yeah, that was nasty. Yeah, that was nasty, man. I, yeah, my, so. Personal, personal opinion, but see, I, okay, a little background on me. This this is not my interview, but a little background on me. I grew up, like you, in a church. At a very young age, I was introduced to classical music. I took classical piano training. Never learned how to read a lick. I was really good at picking up stuff by ear. So it was around about the time I got up like Beethoven's uh, Moonlight Sonata, and that yeah. third movement. Like the, I, I like to call it the Smurfs chase scene music when Gargamel was chasing the Smurfs. Um, when I got up to that, and I, that that was the piece that kind of made me quit. That and my teacher discovered that I wasn't reading music, but I was exposed to everything because uh, in my home in my hometown growing up, we had one pop station, we had one R and B station, we had an AM gospel. <clears throat> And then we had a uh, a station that played they played country primarily during the work day, but they played yeah. everything else all day. So they had a two two three hours of R and B, two three hours of pop, really? three hours of classic rock. Like I grew up on everything from Motown to to Joan Baez, yeah. everything. So I I am so all the way around yeah. that you could throw anything at me and somebody says, "Yo, that's booty." I'm like, "Yo, you didn't catch the undertones of such and such." Like Alicia I, Keys, I like how Alicia Keys, like Alicia Keys with um, "Fallen," how uh-huh. the piano line is straight yeah. from straight from "This Is a Man's World" from James Brown. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I man, I, do, so yeah. I, do, I do that. No, I I, I do this. I do exactly what you do. But I I had I had all of that. I had like twelve thousand different. I'm in New York. <laughs> you know, I'm in New York. I, we have everything. Okay. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have like 12 different radio stations. Yeah, like a bunch of radio stations. But I, I have a little secret for people that um with, with me is chords. I like chords, I like sounds, and I like I like the way progression sounds. So my favorite album, honestly, it happens to not even be an R and B album. What is it? My favorite album is actually a soundtrack because of the way it sounds. 
Right. I love and listen to the Aladdin soundtrack <laughs> from Disney. What? Okay. And it's not about the songs. It's about the orchestra. Like, I love the way certain... It, it it's it's just sends you, man. Like seriously, I listen to a lot of uh, music scores. I love listening to music scores. There's a music score that's on um, a movie by the name of um, um, it's a Bur- it's Bernie Mac and Ashton Kutcher. Um, the, the remake of Guess Who. Yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. That's what. It yes, is, uh, yo, yes, I listen. I watched that movie. Yeah, it's funny. I watched that movie strictly because of the sound score. Dude, I um okay, obviously, obviously John Williams is one of the greatest uh score composers ever. Ever. Okay, you mm-hmm. know, because you you talk about Star Wars, Raiders of Lost Ark, Superman, E.T. Uh but the one for me is not the ones that people traditionally think about, like the Star Wars theme or like those. Mm-hmm. It's from Empire Strikes Back, and it's called the asteroid field when Han Solo is running from the TIE Fighters in the asteroid See? field. You know you're on point when you when you know the names of the score. <laughs> that's that's when you know that you that you like love music, man, because you like listening to that. It gives you a feeling like, man, that sounds so dope. Did you hear how the flute did that real quick? And then the clarinet and the oboe did that over there. Did you hear the way the timpani was hit right there? You know, that's I'm telling you, it's it's different. It's different. Yeah, that actually was my my uh, my two youngest were over here last week and they were playing some video game. Like I knew they were playing a video game because they were, you know, with the controllers or whatever. I wasn't paying any attention to the. I'm sitting in the, the game. Room, I'm hitting. The, I'm hearing this jazzy little doo do do, and I was like, "What is that?" They're like, "I found this." My my daughter gave me the sound. She pointed me to the soundtrack on Spotify, so now it's on my playlist. Uh-huh. It's, it's dope. Like the music is. <clears throat> the music, you can find this stuff is amazing. Like you hear chord progressions and stuff like that in in the um in Sonic the second Sonic. Well, stay yes. there. That joint is yes. dope. And come to find out that Michael Jackson had something to do with it was the best part. Like, <laughs> Mike's a bad dude, man. Yo, there's so many things, dude, that nobody knows about, man. It's, it's, it's bananas, man. That's why he's will always be the greatest. So absolutely. So, so uh, I, we've been kind of all over the place. Um, but one of the things I definitely wanted to ask you is, uh, of all the projects that you've worked on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you said you took a little bit of a hiatus of all the projects you've worked on. What is the one like? If anybody, if somebody is, if if somebody said to you right now, I want you to give me either the one song or the one project that you worked on that mm-hmm. is a hundred percent. This minute they hear it, they think of you. Thirty-two. Like it, it, that, that it defines. I'm sorry that that it, that it defines who you are. Like boom. 32 32 32 um 32 no, is named 32 because i i it came out when i was 32 years old so that, that's why i named the 32 um okay. just all the songs on there every single one of them on there there's seven songs in in a you know there's one song that's not on the one that's on um apple music we have another song but it's on um I think Amazon and a couple of other things. And it's not on Apple Music because we didn't get it cleared. It's a genuine sample, so we didn't get it cleared. But all all the songs on 32 described it. I'm telling you, like my mom, my mom walked up to me a couple of days ago. She's like, Jay, you know what my favorite song is? My favorite song is More Than Friends. Mom, you listen to my music? 
I didn't know you knew that song. Really? She's like, and then she starts singing it. I'm like, oh, you really do like that song. You know, but More Than Friends is just a cute version of Yo from Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a cute version, but that song describes me um, a song that I sing now live that I, that has not been recorded, which is Scream My Name. That this, that song describes me. Um, my song Lights On featuring the Cannon, that describes me. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 Lights On. Ooh-wee. That was my very first single. Lights on. Okay. So, um, and then Vibe, and then Oceans, and then Change Your Life. You know, the, the whole album, 32, like, really, they'll know is me. Okay. Yeah, and 32 sounds nothing like, the, the crazy part is 32 sounds nothing like she wanted. So I grew up a lot. And in them, them four years, I grew up a lot. And here you go with she wanted. Man, you, you, ever, you ever go back? <laughs> Any, anybody that's ever recorded anything, you go back and you listen to the stuff you used to put together. I All had a, the my, time. My first, my first one I did with a Yamaha four-track recorder, and it wasn't even digital; it was on cassette tape. I didn't wow. have, I didn't have any of this. It was just me and an SM58, and yeah. all the background noise in the room, and, <laughs> and not knowing how to balance out tracks. And it was, it was a gospel. There's not a single copy of it anywhere. They were all cassette tapes. And I'm almost, <laughs> I'm almost glad because somebody, I found a copy of a song that was on that. And I did it with a Casio CTK 1000, one of the $99 keyboards. Like when you go in, wow. like when, when, you, when you can't afford the motif, but yeah. you go in the guitar center and you get the $100 joint with Who all the doctor. <laughs> I listened to that thing and I said, you know what? I'm I'm glad. I mean, I wish I had it for the nostalgia, but I'm glad. And and I and, and was bad with it too. I was I, I, I went to the gospel station because the station director was the choir director at my church. I said, Miss, I said, I said, Brother McDuffie, can you play this for me, please? And he started playing it. He would play it on the radio, and then I had a classmate at the Savannah State would play it on their radio, and I was so proud of it, and I listened to it now, and I'm like, oh my God. If they, all, if, they were, if they were all still with us, I will go back right. If they were still with us, I'd walk up on them right now and be like, I am so sorry. I made you do that. Because this, this, this was during Kirk Franklin, Timothy Wright, Hezekiah Walker, John P. Key. Yeah. Here I am with my little $100 cue. Yeah, I hate you. So we come, no, that, that's, that's we come a long way. We come a long way. Yeah, yeah. From from I, I started recording. My first time recording was in a closet. In a friend's house. Well, ain't nothing. First time, guy, guy did that. Guy did that first. In the bathroom. Yeah, I know, but like, it, I, I, I go back and I listen to that stuff. I'm like, wow, like, but my writing was always on point. But me develop, I, I, me developed now. It, it sounds like it's, it's crazy. That couldn't have been me back then. Mm-hmm. That couldn't have been me. I wasn't riffing. I wasn't running back then. I, I wasn't like, like tones and stuff like that. It, it was, it was crazy. I used to scream all the time. I used to sing songs higher than what they were supposed to be. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Done that. Done that. I got to the point where I was like, you know what? Maybe if I drop this a key and a half. Yeah, but now, now I go into a studio. Somebody like when she wanted, she wanted was a freestyle. I wasn't even supposed to go down there and record that song. It was a freestyle. Okay. I went down there and and I and I sang it, and I was like. Wow, this actually sounds dope. Yo, it needs a rap on it, but this sounds dope. We went and called my man Buck. Buck got on it. He was like, yo, Jay, you just wrote this? I was like, yeah, I, just, I didn't even write it. I just went and did it. 
<laughs> I just so, went and did it. That's a that's a isn't that a great feeling though when you just roll up in there and and uh yeah like just dramatic out of nowhere. Yep, get, out of nowhere. You get in the studio, you had that moment, you listen, and then when you go back and you listen to it, you go, I can't believe I came up with that. Like like that. Yeah. Like this was not something I sat in over. Yeah, I nah, went in there and I it came out. Two ideas, man. It's just two ideas. Um, like I said, I'm very intimate, and I just had this conversation with a female. And this girl told me that how much like she wants it every single day. Mm. Had a just recently had a comment. I was like, wow, okay. Went down to the studio. Just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> like that's that's what I did. And then the second verse is a cadence and is paying homage to um to Janet Jackson. Cause I was just listening to that song in the car before I went inside to the studio. Got you. Yeah, so I put that all in the song, and then there you go. And everybody thinks that I, I stole the um the days of the week the way it sounds from from the LMA and Meek Millson. Oh, the LMA and Meek Mill song. It wasn't that one. It was the old. It was the older one. I thought you were going to say the Vietnamese guy that has like eight, the eighteen, like he's got a hundred some odd million likes just singing the days of the week. No, 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 no. I didn't get it from him. No, I got it from a group from like I guess the seventies or the eighties. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That is that's that's yeah. That's us. That's Alexander O'Neill. Yeah, that's that's where I actually got it from. Product of product of the Minneapolis sound produced by Jam and Lewis, two of the baddest dudes to ever be in but in the booth. Yeah, so like everybody, so everybody thinks that I got it from the LMA and um Meek Mill song, but I did not get it from them. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. So uh I'm gonna jump in here real quick. I one more one more thing I got to put out here real quick. Ladies right. and gentlemen, thank you so much for Tuning in, if you're just tuning in, thank you for joining us. If you've been watching all along, if you're watching the replay, season three, episode three, Indian Unsigned. I am your host, Mr. Fingers, coming to you from Zagnif Central. Our guest today, Jovan, all the way from money earning Mount Vernon, uh, joining us. Uh, We're going to take a brief, another brief pause for the calls from one of our sister sponsors, and we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Zagnif Productions, in association with Zagnif Apparel, gives you the opportunity to win free athletic gear. And here's how you do it. Visit the Zagnif Apparel Design Shop at Etsy.com. Purchase any piece of apparel that will automatically qualify you for the August 7th drawing for free apparel. Each purchase counts as one entry. No limit on the number of entries allowed. At least one lucky winner will win one free outfit. That's right. One free top one free bottom note the embroidered bomber jackets will not be regarded as prizes for this sweepstakes july 30th is the last day to enter so get to the zagnif apparel design shop at etsy.com today for your chance to win free athletic gear courtesy of zagnif apparel in conjunction with zagnif productions llc And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Zagnif Apparel, that is our sister 
our sister entity with Zagnir Productions, our merchandise line. Go over there right now. Get yourself a little something, something you have until July. You have until 11.59 p.m. on July the 30th to place an order. Every order, individual order, will get you an entry. On the 7th of August, we're going to reach in the old bag of tricks and pull out one name, and they will get a free top and a free bottom. So go over there and hit that up today. Uh, we're back with Javon. Uh, at the, you know, we've been talking. We've been vibing. We've been cutting up. We've been... We've been laughing. Right. We talked about church. We talked about women. We talked about uh, um, strategy. Strategy. On stage strategy. That's what we go call it. Um, <laughs> on stage choreography. How about that? Uh, there you go. And uh, I wanted to know. Um, so, what do you have? Any future? You got any any future things on the burner? That's that we uh, besides the video that you said is coming out. Um, anything else you got on the burner? Got any new music that you're working on that we should yes. get excited about? Yes. Yes. No, the music is done, actually. The music has been done. Um, when I did stories, I wrote probably 75 songs. Mm. So we didn't put all of them on stories. So I have other songs we're going to name next, Side B. But um, I had to take a little detour real quick and uh, write a quick little um, five-song five EP called Indecisive. So let me ask you this, at least to a second question. So you said you wrote about 75 songs. Now, is that something where you just kind of go through and pick and go, okay, these are going this project and these are going this project and these are going, or these are going to back burner and then we'll drop these as a single or maybe we'll nah. have somebody else jump on and do a feature and do a, rem a remix or something like that. How does, how does that work for you? Nah, um, when I, when I, when I think of a project, I stay strict to the cadence of the project of what I'm talking about. I write everything basically. It's every single one of my projects are just like, besides 32, besides 32, every single one of my projects are like confessions. I'm telling stories. I'm always telling stories in my music. It's almost like Big, when Biggie was rapping and stuff like that, he was always telling stories. I'm always telling stories in my music. So, so with stories, I wrote about 75, because it was a six year relationship. <laughs> so I had a lot of songs to write about. And so that it, that stuff is strictly for that project. So the next project that comes out, the big one besides stories, is called Side B, which is the side B to stories. Now, I told you the story pretty much about the relationship, and I told you straight about the heartbreak and stuff like that, but I never talked really. I have two songs in it that are very sexual and nasty and stuff like that. So Side B is strictly that. I talked about the heartache and stuff like that, but I'm going to keep it strictly to, like, the love making and like the, the little pretty cute things I used to do and stuff like that. That's what side B is about. I can't hear you. So basically you're taking oh. Joe, you're bringing Joe to see and Silk and H town. You kind of just roll ro rolling that up in a bowl, you know, yeah. wrapping it up, wrapping yeah. it up nice dough, throw it in the oven, about 425 for 25 minutes. Ding the outside is crispy. The inside is hot. And wow. Okay. Analogy much? <laughs> we gonna stop right there. What I'm saying is, you bringing the you bringing the heat with this one. Yeah, with side B. Well, but I had to take a little detour, and because of a situation that was just in recently, um, and I named that that project indecisive. Okay. That's about to come out too. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's dope. That's very dope. We're looking forward to it. Uh, so um, aside from that, any do you do a whole lot of? Do you get out of the New York area? When you yeah, I tried to. Uh, my 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 last performance that I had was in Jersey, 
was in New Jersey. So like I'm I'm looking for more places to go. I'm looking for more places to go to um get to and whatnot. Um I even tried talking to my uncle Sean. Just waiting I say my uncle Sean. Oh gosh, that sounds weird. Um <laughs> to, <laughs> Sean, yeah it's Sean Spencer as we're talking uh-huh. about. Sean Pooh. <laughs> Don't tell him I said that. Matter of fact, oops, I already did. My bad. But, um, <laughs> He'll get you for it later. <laughs> now nah, I've been asking him about going down to um to to Herndon and um, a lot of other places down south and whatnot. Um, I, I want to go everywhere. I do want to go everywhere. I just gotta write, meet the right people or make the right connections and, and network correctly to um to get all of that. I was supposed to be in um, Atlanta this. I was supposed to be in Atlanta this month, but something fell through and whatnot. So that that's that got unwashed. But other than that, I'm still looking for other stuff right now as we speak. Okay, okay. Well, I might. Well, I'm not gonna promise you anything, but I might. We'll talk offline after the show. I don't want to put any. I don't want to put nothing out there that I don't want to put anything out there that I don't have the ability to manifest. So we talk about. But yeah, you know what? You know what? Sometimes all you need is to just go. Go that way, and you don't even know what you're looking for. You go down there, and you be like, "Oh, that's what I—that's what you sent me for." Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, man, listen, this has been an absolute pleasure. We can talk. <laughs> we can talk. Look, we're already an hour and fifteen minutes in, and I feel like we just get warmed up good. But, <laughs> but you know, work does back. Work does back in tomorrow. So. I would love to have you back sometime. And, and those of you that I've had on previously, don't please don't get offended if I hadn't said that to you. It just, I it, we wrapping up the show, and I got other stuff on my mind. <laughs> I would love to have you back sometime after uh, indecisive and side B and everything come yeah, out. Yeah, 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 most definitely, man. This is a, this uh, is a dope experience right here, man. I appreciate yeah, it. I, absolutely, I appreciate you being on the show, man, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us from Mount Vernon, New York, Javon. Yeah, yeah. you heard you heard him. You, you heard him. You listened to him. You got She Wanted. You got Stories. You got 32. You got yeah. Side B. You got Indecisive coming out. He's got about yeah. 135 songs in the vault. Like Prince, <laughs> like Prince at yeah. Paisley Park. So yeah. tell, the, tell the good folks where they can find you. I know it's in the crawl, but I want you know let people know where they can find you and what platforms yeah. they can find you on. I will definitely go ahead and say, for show for show, if you're on Spotify, he's on there. All right? Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. We got to just type in she wanted, and then you'll find me and then everything that is tagged to me. Okay. Um, I have a brand new Instagram because I I recently just got hacked. Somebody got me. So my new Instagram is the underscore real Jovan. That is the underscore R-E-A-L-J-O-V-A-N. Um, you can find me there. The most you can find me there. Okay. Um, f- Facebook, Instagram. Smoke signals outside. You want my phone number? No, I'm just playing. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. All right. But you can find my music on all all music platforms. Just type in Jovan on Apple Music. Um, Jovan32 on Apple Music. And let's have a good time. Go stream, stream, stream. Like, like, like. Share, share, share. Follow, follow, follow. That's all you got to do. And let's get this thing going. Absolutely. Matter of fact, man, you know what? See, I, now I feel bad. If you're watching this right now, and I haven't said this in the entire show, that just shows you I was ready to jump in this and, and then start getting into it. Like, <laughs> share, subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. 
It doesn't yeah. have to be in that particular order, but you know, if you like something and you share it, it helps with the algorithm. If you like it, it helps the algorithm. Or even if you don't like it, you can click the thumbs down if you want to. It doesn't it right. won't hurt my feelings. It's the interaction. It helps the algorithm. Share. That means more people will get eyes on it and subscribe. That means you will get notifications mm -hmm. to know when this show is and other shows tied to this, this network are going live. So ladies and gentlemen, right here, and live in color and look out for this fella. He's gonna be doing some things. He's gonna be doing some things. I'm looking for big things from him. And we can yeah. talk some more offline after we get done. But we want to thank you for joining us today, man. Uh I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Would love to have you back on sometime soon. So on behalf of I'm gonna give your IG handle uh, uh on behalf of at the underscore real Jovan. I am Mr. Fingers from Zagnet Central. This has been Indie and Unsigned Season 3, Episode yes, 3. And we will see you next week with a new episode. Hang tight. I'll talk to you after we go off the air. We'll holler at yes, you sir. later. Love and peace.